Hi, and welcome to September, whatever that means for you. I do want to say really quick, if you haven't signed up for our email list yet, you should do that because we relaunched on September 1st. I'll talk briefly about that here for in a second. Um, and so the rest of the year is really just like deals, discounts, and product samples because we do have a self-care product line launching or coming. I don't want to say launching. I hate that word, um, but it's coming soon. So obviously we need some people to try it out. I'll put the link so that you can sign up for the email list in the description. It's like one email a week. <laughs> don't worry. It's not spammy and gross. But uh, our relaunch, let's talk about it. So September 1st-ish was our soft launch and September 30th <laughs> is our hard launch. <laughs> don't ask me what those word means. Uh, those words mean, <laughs> why did I pluralize the wrong word? This is starting off great. Um, so we launched, we say officially, October 1st of 2022? 2021. I forgot what year it was. It is very late at night. I'm just going to say, <laughs> I'm just going to say that right now. Um, and I did say the podcast was going to be a much more personal experience because I really got tired of like the business person persona voice bullshit rhetoric. It's not bullshit. I mean, that's a version of me, but I was just choosing to emphasize that version over like the personal one. And so here we are. I also don't have my pop filter on here. So my P's, B's and S's are going to probably sound a little bit shitty. Um, but I am downsizing to RV living finally with the man of my dreams. <laughs> a shout out to my boo. Ew, that was such a Rachel Hollis thing. I will absolutely drag that woman every single time I'm in front of a microphone just because I can't stand her that much. Um, so yeah, I have, I mean, stuff is all over the place and I don't know where my pop filter is. And so you're just going to have to deal with that. But back to the topic at hand. So we relaunched September 1st. Sort of just like, hey, here we are. This is what we're doing. This is how we do it. The last year, obviously, we've been working, we've been posting, we work with clients, um, but that was really a creation period, which I felt we needed, uh, and it definitely helped because now all of our programs are personalized and everything is good to go. So you want to check that out. It's free for the entire month of September, and all the time, if you sign up, if you join our Patreon after the first of the month, you get that entire month for free. And so typically what we do is we will tell you to get on there like the, between the second and the fifth so that you get a sizable amount of time where you're not being charged. And so if you change your mind, if you don't like the way we communicate or the way we teach or what you are going to go through, you can downgrade. Uh, so if you're on our $20 tier, you can go down to the $4.99 or you can just cancel. Although we hate to see you go, we want you to be happy. That is my introduction for today. Today, though, we are going to talk about prioritizing. Prioritizing 101. And I may have stated in the earlier as well as the last episode, the blog is more business-based. And so that's where it's just going to be, here's the facts and here's the tips. Take what you want, leave what you don't. Whereas this is a much more personal conversation. Uh, so I like to think of it as we're having a conversation in the future and We'll get more fun as time goes on. It's just a really weird concept to talk about advice when no one's listening because then you don't know how people are receiving it. And it's just weird all around, but we'll get there. So success is personal and prioritizing is part of the formula to personal success, which means that prioritizing and success are going to look different between me and you and you and your best friend or whoever it is that you would be comparing yourself to. The process, however, 
for all of these things. The process for every life experience that we have is similar for, especially when it comes to finding and achieving personal success. And where people get mixed up with self-help especially, which is a gross industry on its own, is that they are just trying to replicate the process down to a T. So step one, step two, step three, step four. And then let's say you get hung up on step two. Maybe you weren't meant to do step two or you weren't meant to do it at that time. And so again, while the process is the same, it doesn't make it similar to one person to the next. I hope that makes sense. If it doesn't, I'm sure there's a comment section somewhere or I will post this in something that you can comment on and tell me if it doesn't. Um, it's the same thing that I would explain when I was going through like clinicals and stuff at my last job is like you all mental disorders and I worked with in the people without homes community and so unfortunately mental disorders run rampant in that community and they cannot get the help that they need. But every mental disorder is made up of human things that we all do. And when they become a problem is when they influence your daily life, usually three days or more during the week. Um, obviously, things like schizophrenia are much more intense. But what I mean by that is that ultimately, at the very, very, very shell, before we're all made different by genetics or nature or nurture or whatever the case may be, Everything is the same, which is why these processes do look similar. It's very important for me to emphasize this because I don't want you to take all the advice that I'm about to give you and throw it at the wall and then get mad when something doesn't stick. It's personalized. That's why we offer such a personal experience on our Patreon, not to be like that person to be like, oh, you need to go sign up. Um, but you really do. You'll really benefit from it no matter what it is that you need. And we're definitely not like crazy money hungry <laughs> grubs. I mean, our lowest here is $5 a month. Uh, so take with that what you will. My cat just fell out of the ceiling. It's a long story. It does it for fun. And let's get into it. So top tips for how to prioritize. And on the blog, there was a all-access pass to our activity sheets, which is the $4.99 tier. So any tool that I talk about in here, you can get from there. So prioritization, we've been doing it for a very long time, and most of us didn't even realize it. So if you went to public school especially, I didn't go to private school, so that's why I'm saying that, although I'm sure it's similar, our daily tasks and our events were already done for us. They were prioritized for us in a way that was most beneficial either to the facility or to our personal selves, depending if you had like an IEP or whatever. Um, and then we grow up, and we go and we enter the work field, the career field. And usually work schedules are like they vary across everything, right? But you have your priorities there. They train you on what your priorities should be. And then you go into work and sometimes you even have a list of your priorities. And so you've done this for years where you have a work schedule, a school schedule pr uh, prior to that, where your to-do list essentially is already made for you excluding weekends, let's say, or whatever days off you might have from work. So to like, it's just, it's, it's very complicated. And I'm, I'm saying this to you as someone who's been there, who's gone from, um, obviously being in school and then entering the career field of whatever jobs I had at the time, and then to someone who works on their own. And so it's very weird to go even on a, a weekend basis. Let's say you have Saturday and Sunday off, 
and now you don't have that like a structurized thing. So whereas prioritizing had already been done for you, it's not anymore. And for me, especially having owning my own business, it's like, oh my God, what am I supposed to do? And so this is going to lead to a lot of stress, feeling like you're behind in life, feeling super overwhelmed. Eventually you're going to burn out because you're trying to take this already defined prioritization from school and work, depending on where you are in your life, and carry that into your personal life. And we don't actually know how important something is until we don't do it right? So in your personal life, transitioning from talking about work and school, in your personal life, without having someone there to say, this is what you need to get done today, do you genuinely know what is absolutely important before it needs to get done most of the time and for every single thing? Probably not because that's when we get stressed out and that's why hopefully maybe you're listening to this. Um, when you realize you forgot to do something that was important, you get stressed out, you get anxious, you get down on yourself, and then you do the thing. When we learn to prioritize, and these tips that I'm going to give you, that's going to sort of shift to understanding what's important and then doing that first, which, spoiler alert, we are not designed to do as human beings. We are not designed to do the hard thing first. And that's the one thing that you need to understand when you're listening to this episode, any other episode, or any other, you know, talking ass bitch out in there in the in the world i don't mean that in a derogatory way it's yeah <laughs> i just went on a whole tangent there and then just i'm gonna stop um so what we want to do is we want to do the important things first oh that's where i was going with that see i told you it was personal and it's gonna go off, off, off track what you need to understand, your brain does not give two shits if you have a doctor's appointment at three. All that your brain at the very, very center of it is designed to do is to keep you alive for as long as possible. And that's why you have anxiety. Unfortunately, because of the, the world that we live in, we're not, you know, collecting berries anymore. We get, um, you know, anxious feelings much more often. Typically, back in the day, way back, I'm not talking your grandparents, I'm talking the beginning of, like, humans we would get anxious when we saw a really dark shadow or a really large animal or someone coming at us with a club. Those things would give us anxiety. And now it's like you're five minutes late walking out the door and you're getting those feelings of anxiety. Your brain does not give a shit about how you feel, which really sucks. It gives a shit about keeping you alive. And so when we are tricking our brains into believing that we're in a very horrible situation, such as you failed to prioritize a task and now here you are getting anxious about it, feeling like you're going to get fired from your job or your dinner party is going to suck or whatever the case may be. What you're doing is you're telling your brain that it needs to make a decision right now and it's a life or death decision. It sounds silly to be like, okay, well, dinner wasn't done on time. I'm not, I'm clearly not going to die about this, but that's what your brain is thinking. And so that's where those anxious feelings come from. Uh, so my goal with telling you these this psycho educational bullshit is to make you realize that sometimes it really is just about taking a step back, evaluating the situation, breathing, and then taking action. Don't trick your body into taking action before it's even necessary. So here's my favorite tips. Take what applies to you, leave what doesn't. First things first, not every single day is going to look the same. Again, let go of that rhetoric of school and work where every day is eight to five and it looks like this. A task that's super important on Tuesday might not even matter on Saturday. And you don't need to feel bad if that is how it is. So for example, if you usually take the garbage out on Tuesday because it comes on Tuesday, 
would you still have that same level of anxiety if you don't take the garbage out on Thursday, if it doesn't come on Thursday? No. And that's just a small little example, but obviously there, you do different things on different days. Um, I've already talked about how everybody is different. So if someone tries to ever make you feel like shit for how you prioritize, it literally doesn't matter. Like, just let it go. And that's so much easier to say than it is to do. But I'm telling you, once you just learn to just uh, not care, the world is a much brighter and better place. <laughs> it sounds mean, but it's really not. Uh, so if if you think that cleaning your house is the most important task that you need to do every time you wake up and someone tells you like, no, you need to meditate and drink some coffee and just chill. Uh, my favorite thing is when people say a little mess is OK. No, it's not. That's not a you problem. That's a them problem. How you prioritize is how you prioritize. And so before we really get into this, I want you to be completely sure of what is important to you. Because if not, you're going to be influenced by these opinions and then that's going to make you stressed. It's going to lead to self-doubt and in very severe cases, depression. Only utilize these tips if you have a solid foundation of who you are and what is important to you. And again, that is what I mean by like our so, like our programs are so personalized because you can't just say, I want to be successful in this aspect. There's so many other things that go into that prioritization being one of them, but also self-belief. I hate saying it. Ugh, it sounds so gross and so cliche, but it's true. If you already believe that you can't do something, you cannot do it. I hate getting preachy on you. All right. <laughs> but that's just the fact. It's the fact of the matter. You have to tell yourself how you are now versus how you want to be in 365 days. Convince yourself that there is no version of you next year that is the same as you are right now. Before you even, like, if you don't believe in yourself, just click off of this whole, like, stop listening to this right now because you have to believe in yourself at least a little tiny bit to even make these tips matter. So the first one we're going to talk about is the Pareto Principle. I'm probably saying this wrong. Uh, the Pomodoro Effect is also something we're going to talk about that I don't ever know if I say that correctly. So this is the 80-20 rule. And this essentially means that 80% of your results only come from 20% of your effort. So when you understand this, you're going to, again, put your effort into the right things. I sort of talked about this in that psychoeducation rabble <laughs> that I did in the beginning. But as humans, we're designed to look for the easiest possible solution. We're designed to look for the quickest way, the quickest exit that's going to keep us safe. And so that's why we usually do the easiest things first or the things that have the least amount of effort. Uh, for example, would I rather wake up and do a four hour long lecture for school? Or would I rather wake up and spend six hours working on uh, fucking crochet socks? Uh, the second one, because it requires less mental energy, at least for myself, and it also allows me to watch TV <laughs> and not have to listen to my teacher. So that's, again, just my brain taking the easy route. Is that a bad thing always? Is anxiety a bad thing always? Because essentially the concept we're talking about is anxiety, right? Doing the easiest things first. Anxiety is not bad. Get that out of your head right now. Anxiety is good. It keeps us from breaking the law. It keeps us from speeding. Well, breaking the law in some respect. Uh, it keeps us from speeding. It keeps us from not paying bills. It keeps us from, you know, doing a lot of things. A, a certain amount of anxiety is a good thing to have. 
But to the point where you're just doing the easiest things first, that's a different kind of anxiety called avoidant anxiety. And that's no fun. You're not going to be able to prioritize if you're just avoiding everything all the time. So avoiding them or procrastinating might feel safer right now, but later on, you're going to feel a lot of pressure. You're going to, it's like time-based stress and anxiety if you've put something off long enough. So for example, it is August 27th. Do I need to do these episodes right now for September? No, but I'm going to do them today and tomorrow because I've been there and I've put them off. And that is why we didn't have a podcast for the first year because I just said I'll get to it later and then never did. My goodness, my cats are being atrocious right now. You would think that they would respect me. (laughs) I don't know why cats would respect me, but in a perfect world, they would. I'm just going to go through these um, because why not? I'm looking at the blog for reference, but I am also talking to you in a personal way because that's what the podcast is about. It's putting my personal spin on things and I need to get better at talking about my feelings. Um, So I know that for me, there are days when all of my effort goes into like creating a, a list of things to do. And then like 10%, if any of that effort that I have left, let's say I have 110%. Okay, so 90% of my effort, just to make the math add up, 90% of my effort will go into like making a list because it's easy to make a list. And then I'll spend maybe 10% executing those actions. Maybe, but maybe not. Um, And so one thing that I personally use in my personal life as well as with my clients is the action priority matrix. I'm not going to tell you about it because I made my own version of it, and it would be an absolute kick in my own ass if I was like, here, you can have it for free, because I give away too much stuff for free, including my time, energy, and, you know, other things throughout my 29 years of life, but we're not going to talk about that right now. So the best way to combat this is to work on the biggest tasks first, obviously. We call this biting the elephant. Uh, So if you're the type of person like me to sit down and write a list of tasks and events, make sure that you circle the hardest or the biggest things first. So you can do this on individual things. Um, I do sometimes. For example, laundry, which is also the example in the blog. Folding and putting away the laundry is much bigger of a task for me than just switching it from like the washer to the dryer. And so what do you think I do? I switch it from the washer to the dryer And maybe I'll start a load in the washer and then I will restart that load 18 times and across 42 days before I fold the clothes and put them away because I don't want to do the hard thing first. So, I mean, that's again, I'm using smaller examples because it's easier to personalize something like laundry than it is big life decisions. Um, So determining what task is is bigger for you is going to be different because maybe you like folding the clothes and putting them away and that's like a downtime for you and you don't like, you know, switching it because if you're short like me, it's hard to like (laughs) reach in the washer. What? You want to come hang out? The point is, don't put so much pressure on yourself to do what you think is the right thing because if you're just doing what you think is the right thing, you're going to be doing someone else's thing for the rest of your life. Can you hear this cat absolutely purring? Yes, you're cute and all, but I don't want that. (laughs) I don't want that. Wait, I want to actually hear. This cat purring is louder than me. Okay, go on. Go have fun. (laughs) 
How profesh. No, you don't need to come up here, dude. I'm sorry. All right, our next topic is the ABC model. So we do teach the ABC model in our Elevate Your Life program, which is also a workbook we have for sale on Amazon, published by Tanisha Mackin. Super amazing, wonderful to work with. If you are an author and you need a book published, I do recommend talking to Tanisha. So this model was originally created by Alan Lakin, I believe is how you say his name. It's... I'm going to go a little bit deeper into it than I did in the blog just because I do use this in my everyday life. So what are you going to do? We talked about circling the most important things in the previous, you know, the 80-20 rule, right? If you write a list, circle the important things and that's that. But this does something a little bit further. And what you're going to do, again, if you're a list uh, person, uh, even if you're not a list person, but you want to become one that's super cool, that's super fine, you're going to write out everything that you usually do in a day. I'm not talking about like that morning, you're going to write out the things for the day. I'm talking sit and think and write down everything that you do in the day from waking up to brushing your teeth to bathroom break to going to bed. Every single thing that you do except breathing, right? Any any automatic bodily response, don't write that down because that's silly. Then what you're going to do is you're going to take A and you're going to take B and you're going to take C and you're going to assign a letter to each of these tasks. A is going to be high priority and B is going to be medium and C is for like low priority. So A is like the things that need to be done. So I'm going to use my personal life again because there's no one else here (laughs) for me to talk to about this. I'm just kidding. I prefer it that way. Um, For me, my A task in a day, I'll just give you one, would be reaching out to clients or all client-related work. I usually don't like doing that because it surmises so much into one specific category, but let's say it's, it's reaching out, following up. That would be an A task because that is something that needs to be done. Not only are these people paying me for my time and advice, but they are usually all in the middle of some sort of activity, whether it be a week-long one or a month-long one or whatever the case may be. And so it's up to me to reach out to them and to catch up. If that task does not get done, it could be detrimental to our relationship or to like the way my business is even viewed, right? Side note, I appreciate our clients that have understood the, the need for time off lately. Um, because July was just not a fun time. So obviously I took some time off for that. But back to the topic at hand, this cat is harassing me. B would be medium priority tasks. And so these are things that like don't need to get done that day, but they do need to get done within like the next few. And so again, for me, that would be creating content. Yeah, like this. It doesn't need to get done today, but it needs to get done within the next handful of days. And so that would be a B task. And C would be for like things that I want to do. Um, low priority tasks, returning phone calls that aren't that important or checking emails or deleting emails or unsubscribing, things that have no real significant impact in your life, but you would like to get them done. This cat is really not leaving me alone. I wish you could see this. We might, maybe we'll do like a video podcast someday, but right now it's just not good because this cat is harassing me. All right. Next tip. We've talked about lists and how you can use them to prioritize, but I'm going to talk about the not to do list. Um, this has also helped me. I usually will do this either the night before or the day of like the morning of whatever. Uh, a not to do list is really just things not to do. So when, for example, when I wake up, I would much rather have a solid morning routine. That's like, you know, 
in nature and all that fun stuff versus what I typically do. And again, in the era of transparency, I have a great night routine. Um, I don't have a good morning routine. Sometimes I will wake up and get on my phone for several not hours, but like an hour and drink coffee and smoke cigarettes <laughs> with my neighbor. Um, that's not a very good morning routine. At least for me, it's not. And so the not to do list helps me stop doing the things that really slow me down or get in the way of me doing what needs to be done. So if you already have an idea of things that you need to stop doing, write them down and look at it. Look at it every single morning, especially if you're like me and you do things in the morning that aren't very conducive, especially things that you can get wrapped up in in the morning. Uh, write it down and then you can look at it once a month or every day and be like, Ugh, I'm not going to do that. So last thing about lists here. I know lists and prioritizing, I feel like go hand in hand, so it's okay. I am someone who writes down daily tasks. If you know me, you've seen my collection of notebooks. Nothing has changed except for the content that goes into them. You need to watch what you carry over from day to day. So if I write something down and I am not going to get it done that day, I will put a, like a greater than symbol. Is it greater than if the, if the big side's on the left? Yeah, because you read from left to right. So <laughs> never said I was good at math or whatever. So I'll put like a little greater sign thing, which just indicates to me that I'm moving that to the next day because it's not something I got done that day or I don't have time to start it, whatever the story may be for that specific instance. But I'm going to watch it. And I usually will put like a one, say that I've carried, say I wrote down like, do these, do the podcast episodes. And I wrote them down for Friday the 27th. And it's the end of the day and I'm just not feeling like it. Like, I, I don't know if I'm going to do the last four the other four. I might just do this one and call it a night. So I'm going to move them over to tomorrow. And I'm going to put a one next to that greater than sign. And then I'm going to carry that over to the next page of my journal. And if I move that again, I'm going to put a two. My rule, I always work in the rule of threes. I never ask someone the same thing three times. <laughs> I take after the third time. If someone says or does something, that's who they are. Uh, just it's, a, it's just the rule of threes. Don't ask me why. It just exists in my life. So if I carry that over three more times, I know that it's going to lead to a point where I'm going to get stressed about that not being done if I keep writing it down every day as something I need to get done. And so I'll sit and I will talk with myself and be like, hey, how important is this? And if it is that important, why do you keep putting it off? Is it because I don't have enough time? Is it because I don't have the energy? What is the main problem here as to why I'm not doing this? And then I'll sort of tackle that issue. Um, a lot of the times people don't dig to that extra level, that next level of like, why am I not doing something? They're only focusing on the fact that they're not doing it. And then again, that leads to stress and burnout and feelings of inadequacy. We don't want that to happen. Okay. So really ask yourself, is this something that needs to be done now? Or can I plan to do it in a couple months? Boom, stress-free. Again, easier said than done, but I have complete faith in you. So that's that for productivity. Or not productivity, prioritize. <laughs> I don't even know what freaking topic we're on. Um, lastly, though, not having to do with lists. And in a serious note, say no. Say no more often. And I tell this to so many people. If you are someone, I used to be a freaking yes man. Dude, I would work like 145,000 hours a week. If someone asked me, uh, hey, can you work my shift? Yeah. Yep, Absolutely. 
It wasn't because I liked the person. It wasn't even necessarily because I respected them in their time. It's because I didn't respect mine. And I very much used to be a chronic yes man and chronic apologizer. Apologist? No. I don't feel like that's the right word. Uh, (laughs) And then I stopped. Because truthfully, I'm not sorry. And truthfully, no, I don't want to work your fucking shift. Um, (laughs) So learning to say no and then actually doing it is kind of hard. But it is possible. And I really learned, and again, I tell everybody, I said, oh, I tell everyone this, and then I said something else. I tell everyone, saying yes to everyone doesn't make you a good person. It doesn't even make you a nice person. In fact, I would argue that saying yes to everybody makes you a really mean person. Because every time you say yes, there's the other side of the coin where you are saying no. And so... If I say yes to someone to cover their shift, I'm saying no to myself. I'm saying, no, self, you're not good enough to have a day off. No, self, your time isn't as important as theirs, and they clearly have something better to do, such as they're going to have a hangover tomorrow. I don't even know. Just as an example. (laughs) So, yeah, you're you're still saying no to something, to someone. So you might as well just say no to where it's going to matter, to you. Don't be afraid to say no. Even if you just want to take the day off. Even if you just want to sit down and watch TV all day. No. Is a complete sentence. So anyway, this is the podcast episode I told you to check out on the blog. So I'm not going to tell you to check it out. But I am going to tell you to share this. Because I hold people who share other people's content in such high regards. It's not even funny. I will think that you're the best person in the world, and I will bake you your favorite type of cookie. I'm not good at baking, though. Let's just say that. And again, in the sphere of I don't want to just be a business person, but I do own a business, I will tell you that this cat is still purring. And if you want access to all of our favorite tools, worksheets, activities, and our private Discord community, you can go to the link that is in the description of this podcast, no matter where you're listening to it, and our Vault 111 tier. That's a little Fallout 4 humor for you. Uh, it's $4.99 a month. You get access to all those things. Private group coaching is included. $4.99, not $499. That's gross. We do have a limited membership to 20 so that we can give everyone the best possible experience. So if you do get to a tier that you like uh, and you realize that it's full, let somebody know because we do have a waiting list. Not that it's needed right now, but it does exist when that time comes, because now we're actually talking about our business and being business owners. (laughs) In the meantime, though, I want you to enjoy yourself. Say no more often. I will see you on the flip side.